0: Hi and welcome to Burnout A Different Kind of Gap Year podcast. A podcast focused on building knowledge, awareness, skill and support in recovery or prevention of burnout. Each month showcases either a guest who comes on the podcast and shares their personal experience of burnout to recovery or a knowledge-based episode where an expert guest or I, a clinical psychologist, share skills and strategies to prevent or overcome burnout. The views, opinions, tips and the like expressed in this podcast by myself or my guests are not a replacement for personalised therapy. Just like I have done for myself, I encourage those of you who are suffering to seek professional help. Episode 18 of Burnout, A Different Kind of Gap Year brings you the burnout to recovery experience of a business owner, father and husband, Glenn. Being able to look back at his burnout experience with the wisdom he now has from his recovery offers you a unique perspective of the signs that contributed to his burnout. Things he didn't or couldn't see at the time. Things like not resting, not prioritising self-care, pushing through, doing it on his own, not setting boundaries, just to name a few. It took hitting rock bottom, a point of hopelessness, and a timely Facebook advert to send him on his road to recovery and beyond, to where he is now. Hi, Glenn, and welcome to Burnout, a different kind of gap year podcast. Thank you so much for coming in today. I've been looking forward to having this chat with you, especially being the first male voice on the podcast as well. So thank you so much for coming in.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome, Glenn. So hey, let's first off start by setting a bit of the scene. Like what life was like pre burnout. There, like work wise, life wise, what was yeah going on?
1: Uh, look, that's a bit of a difficult one to sort hmm. of lock down an exact yeah an exact time frame. I think um, for me, the burnout is directly related to business. Okay. So.
0: Maybe tell it's, us a bit about your business. Yeah. yeah start right
1: there. Yeah. So, mm. so we started a business about 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago, um, 33 years old, Lisa and I. It's a commercial, sort of in commercial construction space, mm-hmm. you know, we had this wonderful idea that we're going to go and make a future for ourselves and go out and make some money and yeah. and be successful and all that sort of good stuff. That has led to so many different experiences. <laughs> wow, this just led to a, a lot of different things within yeah. both of our lives, especially mine.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, first mm. of all, I mean, you said, yeah, business. Uh, what, what um, tell us a little bit more like the trade, like what was your background there with starting this business up with your wife, Lisa, right? Yeah, yep. yep.
1: well, for the short time, yes. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, so it's a commercial joinery company, so... We specialise in high end restaurants, hotel chains, mm. um, all over Australia. Yeah, it's it's quite a, a a lot when you've got so many moving parts going from Brisbane to all over. Wow! Um,
0: and this started yeah, ten years ago. Started ten years ago from, from,
1: from. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I did my apprenticeship, and we grew up together in yeah. in Cairns, and you know, we went to the school, same school, and. Obviously, with Ryan as well.
0: Yeah, yeah I should say we we mm. all know each other. Glenn is um, a, a really good friend who um, I met through his wife. First. Mm. Oh, hang yeah. well, through my husband, yeah, through Ryan. Um, and, and that's how Lisa. I met Lisa and yep. uh, and Glenn and and I've you know I was there when they well in the backgrounds in the mm. right backgrounds when they started this business and so yeah. We know each other really well, and <laughs> it's amazing what you've, mm. you've both created, mm. you know, not just with your business, but the life that you've created as well. Mm. But this, like 10 years ago, you had this dream together to build mm. this business mm. off the bat of your carpentry um, mm. trade, mm. and yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, tell us, yeah, so lots of moving parts, lots of...
1: Oh, so many yeah. moving parts. So we'll, we'll go back to the start. So we did our apprenticeship, finished our year 12, obviously, and then... <laughs> Glenn went straight to work the day after we finished school, so there's no schoolies for him. Wow, <laughs> and, I did uh, not know that. I jumped straight into it. And um, you know, we, it was what, 15 years of grind and grafting and wow. doing different things. We had a breakaway from, uh, breakaway from Cairns and came down to Brisbane for the first time mm. for four years. Mm-hmm. It was during the time when Ella was only probably, uh, Ella's our daughter. Going, yeah, she was was un- yeah. Yeah, she was only, well, she's nearly 21 now, but she was only three at the time. Yeah, so the first mm-hmm. time we sort of come down and that's where I first got, I went from cabinet making, which is what we mm. you know, I was initially doing in Cairns, came down here to work for a shop fitter. And then mm. through that job, which I stayed at for probably four years in Brisbane, Yeah. I was bouncing around from every different town in Australia so you know the shop fitting game for people that don't know what it is obviously you go to the shops lots they set up in every different shopping centre so contracts are let negotiated and and then fit outs happen throughout everywhere you're talking Melbourne Sydney Adelaide, all the majors, yeah. and then you're talking out West and, you know, Northern New South Wales, and mm. Western Australia, and Western Queensland, yeah. so, you know, know one week went. we'd be in Sydney, and then next week we're drawn from Sydney to Orange, yeah. spending two weeks in Orange, and it was pretty, it was a hard slog, it
0: yeah, was, was super, super,
1: super, super hard work.
0: So a lot of working away from home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't
1: think I saw... Yeah, the first, initially, in those four years, I was away more than I was at home. Wow. Which was, it's difficult.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it was a good time. I was younger then. Hmm. It was probably early 20s, and it was a good way to get around and see the country and the countryside. And,
0: yeah.
1: You know, there was a bit of fun along the way, but, you know, it was 16-hour days, seven days a week for two weeks straight. So, you know, wow. be, that was a lot, of, and it was heavy, hard going. Yeah. Um, lots of challenges, mm-hmm. which sort of set set up for what we're doing now so that that all set the stage for where we are now although what we do now is on a grander scale than just small shops and retail store
0: but for you Glenn sorry to interrupt you I was just thinking like with that four years experience in shop fitting for this company when you Mm. came down to Brisbane with your young family that it was like I suppose like where did it where did that decision come that hey i want to run my own business and do this and (laughs) yeah i'm just like rather than work for somebody else i'm just curious about that decision
1: what actually happened is we i rang my old boss where i did my apprenticeship and he was a good friend of my father's and um i rang him for a job reference back in cairns and he said well why don't you take my job (laughs) i'm ready to i'm ready to sort of get out of here because he had some health concerns he was mid-50s okay he was a good guy and they they were all good bunch of guys oh, okay. look back on those times very fondly and still in touch with a lot of them oh, um, that's cool. today yeah um, yeah anyway that whole conversation happened at the coffee shop <laughs> Oh, really? and they said I'll well, we'll fly up to Cairns and we'll do an interview so so then we actually yeah that all progressed and took me on as a like a senior project manager okay. space which was completely different because the, the company in Cairns is it doesn't do a lot of shop fitting it was more commercial joinery
0: oh, so yes. going back to the roots yeah going yeah going back
1: to the roots but mm. on a much higher level mm. which was a big which which is a big step forward in my progression
0: yeah i was going uh, to it was say. massive yeah a oh, big leap mm. yeah like you... it
1: was from here to yeah it was huge
0: <laughs> yeah see it on your face it was big
1: yeah mm. but it was under the guidance of the guy that well, I was sort of trying to take the reins from, yeah. which is great, yeah. and got in there and killed it, absolutely killed it. So yeah, he was sort of out of the picture. I was running my own race in the first three months. Oh, wow. to, they, these were big commercial projects. So yes. you know, we did five or six university buildings in, in Cairns, uh, aged care facilities. I ended up in PNG. I did three tours of PNG doing... BSP ah. bank fit-outs. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Mm. That project management space is a difficult one to be in. Um,
0: yeah. How would you... Yeah. <laughs> you had to <laughs> sum it up in one word or few
1: uh, words. Cluster. Cluster. Mm. Cluster F.
0: Yeah. Bigger days too than what you'd been doing as well. No, I mean, no, huge responsibility.
1: No. Well, more responsibility. Mm. Unfortunately for me, I would take a lot of the problems on and then solve them, which okay. was a really big strength back at that time yeah we skip forward 10 years from that point it become a that's really become an mm. an, an issue that drives has driven a lot of other things okay um, so, so it's, they're... That, it's, it's they're grabbing the relentless grabbing it by the horns and chasing it relentlessly down the street until it's uh, until it's resolved and sorted out and yeah. and not being able to delegate certain aspects yeah. saying so, so I'll, you, get, I'll get back. I'll, yeah. We'll get onto the leadership stuff a little yeah. bit further down the track, but I mean that's just setting the scene. But it was a good time again. Great bunch of people. Yeah. Got to go out and do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, got them. some really, you know, really high end and really complex mm. uh, projects. Yeah, because I wouldn't um, even but,
0: have thought of that. Like with mm, your, Yeah,
1: you know. and this is more just giving a little bit of context to some of the things and the, some of the the more complex yeah. aspect of what we do because you know. I'm a little bit humble when somebody asks me, so I'm just, uh, just, <laughs> yeah, I said, I was just a we just make things. We make things. Okay. <laughs> no, I really
0: appreciate going, because that's something that I always try to endeavor, like with a mm. person's work, because there's work and there's work, like mm. getting more of an idea of what your career has been. Mm. Um, and it, it then, uh, yeah, it brings context to the mm. impact it's had on your health and well being. Mm yeah all these layers that you've mm. had to deal with not not just you know right now but like mm. or you know your early days mm. you're coming out of school straight into your apprenticeship mm-hmm. hard yards 16 hour days flying around the whole country and a mm. young family having mm. to be away from them mm. and and then jumping into this uh, you know a uh, project management position mm. running a company mm. Stuff mm. um, before you set up your own business, mm. which, as far as I'm concerned, I see <laughs> is really huge. Yeah. Yeah. Having a father who did it, and I just mm. on a smaller scale, but mm. I saw the stresses that that had on, on mm. our family. Mm. Um, a good, like good, yeah. good, and um, not so great things. Mm. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, I stuck in there for four years, then started to get the itch to get out of cans because I sort of both Lisa and I we we'd moved to Brisbane. Mm Brisbane was great Love, still love obviously we're here again now (laughs) yeah
0: back again yeah I remember when you moved back up and I was like I I understood why but I was like
1: (laughs) yeah look we hit the point where it was like really come on like this is all that's there for me it was more and this sounds really bad the the people that we were around just had no drive no ambition Mm -hmm. they're happy to sit in their sit in their life and just you know yeah relax I was never like that no i always op- i've always operated on a higher level than many other people which yeah that's all that's what drives my motivation yeah i didn't realize that that was actually a thing until recently to be honest oh, you know, I, I didn't know that about you either like, mm.
0: i mean i thought there must be something there because of what you've mm. accomplished but mm. and, and together with lisa but i mm. i just went yeah yeah you know, yeah that that, that was has always been there, but you haven't mm. really recognised it till till recently. Well, but. I've
1: always recognised it, but I haven't recognised the actual process involved with oh, that. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> but this drive—you wanted more, and yeah. Cairns wasn't enough for that, and you weren't surrounded by that energy to help. Yeah, to yeah. I suppose to facilitate that all. Yeah, know.
1: I mean, I guess we we weren't happy to become stagnant in mm. in Cairns. Yeah. Simple as that. There, there yeah. was more to what we wanted to do, and yeah. Brisbane, was. there's a bit more going on here. Climate's a lot better.
0: <laughs> I hear you on that. That's the reason um, I, Ryan and I moved. Yeah, the, Climate. The,
1: the heat was yeah. oppressive up there. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Then I got another phone call from another friend of mine. Yeah. Well, this is four years into that term. Hmm. He says, why don't you come down to Brisbane and start shop fitting business? I'm now doing project management for the shop fitting company that I was working for. Okay. All my things seem to be a bit incestuous and goes back, back and forth. Yeah. So they, um, they were expanding and said we need somebody else to come on and assist with all of their rollouts because they mm. were doing a lot of nationwide, nationwide stuff again. Yep. So it's just, just after the birth of William, actually. I was going to say,
0: when did you <laughs> come in too? And you'd just been married as well. So you had, because you guys were still in Cairns when you got married, hey? Yeah, we
1: got married in Cairns.
0: And William came and along. And William
1: as came well. along yeah. recent, uh, soon after that. Okay. So what I did. In typical Glen fashion, we said, Right, i will come down and have a chat. And then the ball started rolling from there. And then mm. we started to, I mean, it took about three months to get a bit of a <laughs> look back now. It was, uh, <laughs> it wasn't the, the best business plan of the world, but oh, okay. uh, I mean, no, <laughs> yeah. oh, look, it was well, from, from what we knew about business. Yeah, business is completely different to the project management space, business yeah. is business is business, the functional operational side of business is completely different to the the delivery. So anyway, I come down found a nice little shop Mm -hmm. with a nice old couple that owned it, Mm -hmm. old Herb and and his wife. And yeah, I set up down there. I was three months away from Lisa and the kids, getting it all organised, trying to hustle and bloody... (laughs) Deal and do as much as we could to try and get the business to yeah. start functioning. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a pretty, it was a pretty um, small start. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not, I'm a gambler. I Like to gamble. I'm a like risk, big risk taker. Calculated risk. So yes. this was actually quite a good opportunity mm-hmm. at the time. Mm. 33 years old, I think I was. Mm. So you know, and and I knew the guys that we were going to be working for. Good track record. They treated us well. Yeah. So I really didn't have too much issue with jumping from, from Cairns to Brisbane. Yeah. As I said, by that time we'd all, also become a little bit stagnant in Cairns and one yeah. of that change, this brought on that change. Um, so
0: going in the direction you wanted to, mm. um, in terms of that, that drive? Well, yeah.
1: I mean, I had all the exposure to all, uh, a lot of the business stuff Ooh. in Cairns towards yeah. the end to the point where they, um, when I announced that I was leaving, I said, oh. no, no. Don't leave. Yeah, <laughs> buy shares into the company. Oh, um wow. please not, not begging, but prefer it if you didn't go. And had a couple of offers there and I Yeah. I sort of already made my mind up.
0: Yeah.
1: And went, No, nah, we're out. If the business had been based in Brisbane I probably, we wouldn't mm. have made that decision. But, you know, I'm glad yeah. that we did make the decision because yeah. although it's been a roller coaster, there's certainly I think the good's outweighed the bad by yeah. Or a lot.
0: Yeah. So your business, yeah. so um, jo- uh, base joinery, mm. over this ten years. I suppose if we can, I, I mean, I don't want to take anything the, the, away from. The, it, there's, there's actually
1: a lot that's happened yeah. in that ten years. I can <laughs> yeah. assure you.
0: But I wonder if you could, whilst also sharing bits of the the journey with the, developing your business, but also where I suppose your health and well being comes into it, like where you've noticed. I mean, mm. I know I use the word burnout, but as mm. we've chatted off air too, it's not necessarily just burnout and Mm. you know if you can share just how you what you notice emotionally mentally through that ride whether Mm. through that ride through your your work growth you know because it really has been you know certainly a growth in terms of your career yeah but yeah how you were through all that and even you know particularly at the business stage Mm. as well
1: yeah well look, the first five years was hard but it was easy
0: that's the business the <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: the first five years was difficult. You know, it was a lot of hard grafting, grinding, a lot of hustling. Mm-hmm. I had to, so it was always sort of hustling from one job to the next to the next and mm-hmm. take on that next job, which is completely out of our... <laughs> to be yeah. honest, looking back now, was completely out of where we should have been playing. But what anyway... What do you mean? Like, you know, the...
0: working outside of your scope or...? No,
1: well, hmm. it's working on jobs that are quite probably larger than our organisation was. Oh, so okay, yeah. on the front, we were putting out a, an image, but the yeah. back didn't sort of match the front image, if you know what I mean. I got yeah. But
0: Leaping, uh, leaping. Yeah. But, hey, but
1: yeah. you know, my, my own personal mm. fortitude in that space would always make it happen, mm-hmm. which gave us a good name of, and, and a lot of repeat business. Yeah. Um,
0: so it was working. It was getting the yeah, outcome. that 100 it was you
1: working. And then it started thinking. to then the back started to catch up with the front and we started mm-hmm. expanding so we started with two me and one other guy
2: mm-hmm.
1: and lisa mm-hmm. and then about a year in it all got too much for lisa
2: <laughs> yeah because yeah.
1: we'd gone from one to maybe four mm-hmm. which is different and lisa's yeah she didn't want to be too much in, heavily involved in the business side because it was taking a lot out of me personally. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her exposed to that okay. because I thought one person in the one person in this mess, in mm. this in this battle, and, yeah. and every day was a was an absolute battle. And yeah. I used to say I had to go to go to work with my cricket pads and my helmet on to so see who's trying to take. Throw the next cricket ball at me. So I didn't want Lisa to be part of that either. Um, Because, you know, she had enough to do with the kids. I didn't want her to bear that burden. Mm. Turns out, probably not the best decision, but it's where we ended up and it's happened. Is that in (laughs) terms of what you said earlier,
0: Glenn, about like, like you just sort of taking it on yourself, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I want to protect her. I mean, yeah, and I, yeah. A, a,
1: a lot of that keys into that. So yeah. a lot of the stuff that I would I would go through in the day to day, and some of these scenarios were just stupid.
0: You feel like you went in there like into the battle every day. I mean, mm. what you just said before, and I was like, shit. Like, yeah, I like I just think I suppose as as a psychologist, I think mm. about the phys and just a person. With, not any person living has been through stuff but mm. you know what toll that was taking on you mm. physically mentally emotionally yeah. to be always ready to like well fight. yeah
1: well physically yeah every day was a fight yeah um health and well-being didn't even factor into the, the equation at didn't all matter. yeah there was no there yeah. was tunnel vision and there still tunnel. is tunnel vision i Paired it back now.
0: Fortunately, well, <laughs> we'll I had come to. to yeah, like how, um, we'll how get you look to that. Back. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but it was um, tunnel vision. You were just going in there, getting yep, the job done, yep, and whatever needed to be done. Yep. And you were gl- the Glen way to do that was you know you took that responsibility as well. Yep. You know, I mean, it's your business too, but you didn't mm. delegate. It was just all. Yep. All, all, all me. All me. <laughs> yep. in there. It's
1: all me. I'm doing yeah. it. Anyway, there was a there was a certain period of growth from year three to year five, mm. where we actually gained a lot of traction. No, I think we've well, we've now moved factory six times. Oh, I didn't know that moved meant. to the latest factory just down the road here actually. Mm. So within within the period of the first five years I think we moved factory three three or four times.
0: So that's how quickly you grew Yeah. Yeah, and the what expansion kind of was rapid. Does that have too like when you're moving so often as well and expanding so quickly, mm. that's gotta have its own Oh, look, yeah, yeah, look that's
1: just another thing to deal with as far <laughs> as I was concerned. Yeah, another um, thing to deal with. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which was mm. lots of things to deal with at once. But, mm. yeah, that that growth period it wasn't the hardest, but it was difficult because mm. it was starting to deal with more people. So yeah. we went from three to, like, ten. Wow. Then, unbeknown to me, like, I was just, come on, let's get oh. it done. Get it done. You're useless. That's, why, can't, why can't you do this? Why is this not happening Everything was just bang, 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 mm-hmm. and, and all negative. Um, well, coming looking, from you, looking back yeah. now, yeah. like mm-hmm. it was, and I completely lacked the leadership skills and knowledge that fortunately I've gained now.
0: Mm. But
1: looking back at those points, I, I, I had no idea. No, you didn't have that uh,
0: training. It wasn't something that hmm, came naturally. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm destroying this two cents out there. <clears> You're also on a lot, a lot of stress too. Oh, yeah, stress and was... Even- yeah. Mm. Even people who have great interpersonal skills, which I, mm. I believe, you know, are essential are for leadership, but that even people with the best of that, when they're under pressure, when they're under strain, usually the worst person comes out then too, yep. you know, mm. it's just natural. It's mm. When we're under stress and we're under mm. just in that fight and flight response, yeah. just dealing with day to day stuff. And in this mm. case, running a business, it's just... Huge, but you also recognise you didn't have those skills, though. That now that you've gained,
1: I recognise it now that I don't. (laughs) I didn't have those skills at that point. Didn't I? Didn't know because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Mm. Um,
0: So that three to five. So there's a lot of negativism mm. and coming out, and how mm. you yeah led your team, and you're under a lot of strain with that massive growth. Yeah, yeah, as well. Mm.
1: And then the financial implications started to come in Mm. thick and fast, and And really heavy during those times you know there's times there where you know we're down to the last four or five thousand dollars in the bank account waiting because commercial building is horrible it's a it's a it's it's ridiculous the way that it's set up with builders and clients and head contracts is just it's ridiculous we're we're now trying to change that game Mm -hmm. and we've positioned ourselves to a point where we've got an exceptionally good name in the market, nice. we hold a little bit more power, so mm-hmm. we push back. So we're, we're actually creating our own terms now, That's which a- I wish we had done years ago because that, the cash flow management was crazy.
0: Yeah, I You know, you'd what,
1: have to finish yeah. a job, outlay mm-hmm. money, and then it, you know, it might be 35, 40 days until you get that money recouped, and that becomes a cycle.
0: And what does that do to one? Like, how how do oh, you cope? Like, how? that
1: was that is the number one hardest thing that I've, okay. and I'm still dealing with it now. Like, I've sort of I've gotten a lot better at dealing with it. Yeah, but
0: that but crashed, that used
1: that yeah. actually used, and that was one of the biggest points, driving points to the burnout, um, yeah. is the money thing. Well, can
0: you, Glenn, if it's okay, like, I'm sure you can hone in on one of those kind of times because there are be mm. many, and like you said, it's not that you don't have them now, there's just a, it, mm. there's, you've got ways to cope with it, mm. you're also changing the game a bit, have a bit of, you know, backing there, but there's still those instability times, but I just mm. wonder how that um, showed up for you, you know, in mm. terms of how you felt, was it, you know, I just think of the word anxiety from yeah. for me, cause that's because that's just what would show up for mm. me, but. Yeah, how would it present for you? Well,
1: I think it there's one out well, one mm-hmm. specific event that, you know, I think I actually refer to it as PTSD now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, because be. I think it I think it sort of aligns in that space. Yeah. But you know, I wasn't I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep very much. I'd yep. fall asleep for three hours, wake up at two o'clock in the morning, wow. sometimes not go back to sleep. But there's a couple of times in particular where I didn't go back to sleep and I was so stressed that I would I I was shaking, Shit. Like I was physically shaking yeah. in my bed. Yeah. I was that far yep. stressed. Um, the stress was that overwhelming that yeah. I was, Lisa was like, are you, are you okay? I was, mm. No, I'm not okay. No. Then get up and have a shower and go to
0: work. And so yeah, just kept, or, yeah, kept going, yeah. but meanwhile you're having these, like, it sounded even, I don't know, if any, like a panic attack, like those fizzle. It, look, I've had mean? panic attacks oh, have, and wasn't that? I
1: have had, yeah. look, I've had exposure to anxiety and, and mm-hmm. panic attacks when I was younger. Okay. This was on a different level. Okay. This was a, uh, I don't even know how you'd describe that one. Yeah.
0: Um, but body's shaking, you're anxious, yeah. not sleeping... Mm. um what can I like did you have th- like was there like a constant uh I, I sometimes describe it with my mind that's just constantly on like there's a radio yep. playing going yep yeah like yep. and it on the things that I'm worried about mm. like, stressing mm. about mm. and that it just doesn't shut up or was that like what your yeah 100 yeah.
1: it's like a endless loop going round and round. And, oh, yeah. and
0: it just doesn't shut up no right. and like yeah so things weren't
1: yeah and like still to this day that I I I don't know if it was an actual mental breakdown or not but yeah. I don't think that I actually fully recovered from that for years. Okay. And there was a couple of instances where that happened but that once when that happened mm. things weren't the same again. Okay. Um it was yeah, it was a significant change, and then the trigger point was always because of the money.
0: Yeah, the which when you
1: run a business, you know what yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> it's never. Uh, um, uh, look,
1: I'm not going to play the poor me card because that uh, that's not what it's about. But what uh,
0: happened to yeah? What you went through, you know, mm. so this, especially those first three to five years where things were mm. a lot more unstable. It sounds like financially. Mm. Mm that this was a trigger for you and that you would have you had two quite serious mm. you know episodes where your body was shaking you were that mm. anxious but you weren't sleeping and this was mm. going on for some time it wasn't a, a, an acute thing it was a no. chronic thing Ew, if i can it's say it's definitely that. a chronic thing yeah but, so but, what, did anything else kind of like uh, anything else that you noticed about your behavior or, or just emotionally mentally during that Oh period? look
1: my behavior was becoming erratic um, yeah you know, it's because you can't, if you don't rest, <laughs> you, you can't, you can't channel, you can't see what's actually going on. Like, I would be away, you know, mm. wherever it would be. The business would, you know, fortunately I had a, a lady called Pam that's been in there for pretty much the start. Yeah. So she runs all the books. Yeah. So, you know, I had her to lean on for, you know, she would take care of all this stuff while I was away. Yeah. But, you know, all the payments and all the accounting stuff that mm-hmm. I had to deal with was still there. I would just push it aside until <laughs> I got back and could deal with it. Yeah. Because I could only deal with so much at, at one time.
0: So is that one of the things where you just found, like, you couldn't face certain things and kind yeah. of just pushing it, and avoiding like, it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I still do it to this day. <laughs> I've got better strategies around it now I, and, I know, I and better people.
0: Better, better manage it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, how are we, like, okay, like, you know, how were you trying to deal with all this? I mean, you were feeling like you said, you know, keeping mm. on getting back up on that horse. You were continuing mm. to work. Some, Yeah, how you were just trying to cope with all that. Yeah, deal. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, look, It was just mm. had, to, had to happen. Yeah. Um, because we sort of had everything on the line. Mm. We've still got everything on the line now. And I refuse to give up to uh, mm. let that go. So, you know, there's a certain part of you that's got to just unfortunately suck it up and, and move on. Yeah. Totally the wrong way of going about it since I've, I've <laughs> but started. That was a, but, 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 you know, that's, what I knew, that's the that's only what way I knew how to deal with. Um,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong, Glenn, that's kind of what, in our generation anyway, mm. and probably our parents' generation was the same, maybe more so, but that, that was sort of mm. what the message was. You know, mm. if you weren't If you weren't coping, or you weren't—I don't like that phrase—but you're not doing well. It was Mm. just suck it up, keep going. Um, Not that anyone necessarily said that. Maybe no, no. Look,
1: and it was never. Don't get me wrong. It was never because of stigma or anything like that. It was purely we've got everything on the line. If you fall into a heap and you lose this, we're going to lose. We wouldn't lose everything, obviously. Still got the wife and wife and the family, but everything that we've pushed so hard to do is. No. quite easily lost if you're not if if you decide to give up and
0: i got not a lot on the line and it was, yeah it's not in your nature mm. so this is you but also it wasn't a uh, it wasn't something you were willing to start, um to give up on because of what it, the consequences would mm. be i mean not just for you and your family but also um you know financially and, mm. and, and the life that you're setting up and setting up um mm. but that also for the employees by that stage too you've, you've got a, 10 people by that stage as well so yep. here you are not doing so well but it's like no I've got to keep mm. I'm not someone who gives up and I'm yeah. not feeling like I have to do this, this is me and mm. I want to do this for the people yeah
1: and look how people have always been the main focus of their business even mm. now yeah mm. without uh, <laughs> and I've seen some businesses that and even a couple of my friends have businesses yeah. uh, I've seen some of the some of the way that employees are treated is just not right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of our big things with our culture now that we're going into is mm. we don't, we have a, a very clear path for our younger guys, mm. and we will not tolerate what used to be acceptable in the trades. Yeah. So oh, it's beautiful to
0: know. It's
1: yeah. yeah, and it's hard in the building construction game because you're dealing with so many. Different peoples on different levels.
0: So, Clint, is it okay? Like you mentioned a bit earlier, you said I don't. When you're describing that the anxiety Mm. and and the you know shaking stuff that you're like I don't know if this is you know PTSD or it felt like it. And Mm. um, I was just wondering, when did you know? Like I I hear that your way to cope was you just kept going Mm. on, and it sounds like there was part of you that goes, "This is not okay. This is something's going wrong Mm. here. Well, something's not okay." Yeah. Um, And I was just wondering. Yeah, I suppose when. I might need to get some help for this. I might mm. need to talk to someone. To, uh, yeah, like just that kind of journey. You want for a better word.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, look, so, yeah, look. most of the time I just ended up at the GP and said, "Here, yeah. patch me up. Patch me up, please. Get me back on the field." Yeah, I'm, and what would I've that got answer? to keep playing? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, what would that answer be? What's the, what was the patch? Sleep, sleeping like yeah, well, sleeping you know, tablets. Yeah. Like um, Give wasn't sleeping.
1: Tab- um, yeah. so obviously that came into the came into the mix, and they yeah. would work. Mm, and I would get good, good sleep, and once I had good sleep, I could function again. Mm. But then, you know, once you finish your your time on the sleeping tablets, yeah, it goes okay. You're going all right. Yeah, and then um, probably from five to year five to year seven, mm. it was tough. But I reined it back in. I I, I had more. Oh, probably from year five to year six put on more people, we put on mm. more strategic people, project managers and, okay, yeah. and more drafting, invested heavily in new machinery, software, spent a lot of money to front end to match the back end. Oh and, yeah, and this that is was when all... the business
0: was starting to, yeah, yeah you were starting to match yeah. with the work that you were doing yeah with the um, behind the scenes to be able yeah. to meet that. Yeah. And
1: then from that five to seven years, I started to discover that the people that I was hiring... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> We're not always the ideal people, because oh. uh, Glenn's far too nice. Um, it, good thing it? to be nice, but in business, it's um, I've discovered that yeah. people will take advantage of that.
2: Yeah, well, isn't and it? they
1: will push it as yeah. far as they put. Look, I'm mm. not not everybody. I no. want to stress that. No, but there are individuals that will take that and will run with it. Mm. Unfortunately, I had to deal with a few of those, yeah. uh, which created more headaches than than not yeah
0: um is this something you noticed about yourself like this it sounds like i i don't know but i kind of consider like being nice there's being nice with boundaries and there's being nice without boundaries Mm. and the being nice without boundaries you will be taken advantage of by people who will take advantage Mm. of that like not everyone you're Mm. right But I think we can still, well, I believe that we can still be kind and nice and compassionate people, but with boundaries, which Mm. means we're not going to accept certain shitty behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in business. I mean, Mm. I think in life, but business, yeah, Yeah. because you'll be taken advantage of And that's your Mm. livelihood. So you learned that lesson about yourself and going, oh, crap. Mm. (laughs) I've been hiring people that I shouldn't. But you changed that. You Yeah.
1: Yeah. Completely change that now. <laughs>
0: that's a huge thing though, Glenn. Like changing, because I, I just noticed for other people that I talk to and for myself, noticing mm. behaviors that have got me there yep. to the point of my health not being great. Mm. And then changing those behaviors in order to create mm. the environment that, you know, it's not that I don't get anxious and stressed too, but mm. if it doesn't, it's more healthier, if that makes yeah. sense. And yep. that's a huge shift to, to change. Yeah, change behaviors. Yeah, so. well, that's,
1: yeah. that's only happened in the past three years Mm -hmm. so and I've had a lot of time in the last six or eight months to sort of really go back and and really analyze certain different things which has been good so and that was all triggered by there's a few other things around year seven okay we were we were going full on like we were absolutely going gangbusters we had yeah the cinema brands, the bowling alley brands, quite a few other brands. Yeah. Plus we had large scale commercial projects here in Brisbane, so multi-level office fit outs. Mm. You know, we were moving some some serious gear. And then um, coronavirus hit. <laughs> yeah, so be, yeah,
0: of course, 2020, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we had
1: wow. a two year pipeline solid, locked away and ready to go. I actually had a plane ticket and I was booked to go to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And the night before I was leaving, the the client that we were working for mm. rang me and said, they've just closed the borders. Yeah, we can't get to New Zealand. Mm. So everything's gone on stops. And it was all gone. So then we had to... <laughs> that wasn't good. Yeah, it was sort of like... I think we were in a state... It felt like somebody died, to be fair. Wow. Like we were just in a... Yeah, I, the only... The only way I could describe it is, it felt like we were—I was grieving because we just didn't have any answers. We didn't know what was happening,
2: uh-huh.
1: and you're just completely lost. Like we had yeah. no direction, and that was difficult.
2: Yeah, that
1: was um, really difficult, and we had to make some pretty rough decisions around that. Yeah, in that space. So I think we let go about ten. I think we had. I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but we might have mm. been around 18 employees at that stage. So yeah. we had to let go of 10 of them, uh, which wasn't nice. wasn't pretty. That whole situation was mm. uh, not good. No. <laughs> no. So and, and obviously not good for everybody in the world, but, you know, the unknowns. No. and
0: so this is you what know. you had to deal with mm. in your end, and, and yeah. 10 people that, you know, your employees. and yeah. You know. That you had to let go and meanwhile having no answers, having no direction. Yeah. That's really interesting, you know, like, you described it there, yeah, lost grief, mm. you know, which, yeah, as you described what you were feeling, mm. I was like, oh, yeah, like, mm. yeah, so that, this was, yeah, three years ago, this was 2020. Mm. Yeah, when you're at the heart of your business, really, everything. Yeah, everything
1: was on. about, everything was starting to really come together at yeah. that point,
0: like, yeah.
1: which was annoying.
0: <laughs> not timely at not, all.
1: Not good at all. I was no. completely couldn't plan for that. Most of our work was interstate as well, and then yeah. we had the whole Melbourne, Victorian, Queensland border debacles. Yeah, projects getting put on hold. Projects sliding yep. six, eight months. You know, we had we we had secured some good, still locally based projects, but because of so. shutdowns,
2: mm.
1: project slippage was. Mm. We, we could still keep, we, we were able to manufacture to a point, okay. but then you can't finish it. So the yeah. shed, shed gets, look, there's a whole bunch of knock on effects. I'd that imagine, happens, yeah, like that. it was, so gear it was, it was that, a cluster.
0: Yeah, it was a cluster, yeah, yeah. that word. And for those who like, you are not familiar to, like here in Australia, the borders shut down. Mm. Um, it was only in uh, early this year, 2022, that the borders opened, right, in mm-hmm. Queensland. Uh, and I think there were still tighter rules in other states, mm. so it's it's only really been <laughs> you know the last eight months, nine months, whatever yeah. we are, can't remember. So this effect, you know, because I know mm. we suppose on the grander scale of things, of countries, we haven't mm. had huge COVID cases, but mm. we've had a lot of a lockdowns. government overreach. Yeah. is what we've <laughs> yeah. had, which has affected your business and and it's, it's a, affected, affected everybody. 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 It's
1: not just my business; it's affected. Yeah the whole society of course, of course. fortunately yeah. you know, yeah, the local, government yeah. stepped in and did a lot to try mm. and well, and all the measures that they put in place for business that without that we would be absolutely gone no question about it yeah, we would not it's... have made it through
0: because i was thinking glenn like you know you already mentioned that the trigger for you is the financial mm. stuff. Again, mm. COVID yep. comes along and that very much causes that instability in that area mm. to the point that you're having to make really hard decisions to try and keep things afloat. And mm. So, yeah, if it wasn't for the, the government policies mm. that to help support business, yep. you would have lost your business, which was the last thing. So mm, you had that over your head. Thousands. You I mean, you know, yeah. we were lucky.
1: We were mm. classified as essential workers. So we could, keep the com- um, we, could um, we, we had our guys there every day. You good. know, we had to adhere to all the guidelines, which we yeah. did in the factory and socially distanced and masked up and, and did everything, everything we physically could just to keep our guys employed, just to keep ourselves yeah. safe. It was hard to manage, but we did it. Yeah. That was probably the toughest, toughest spot that Even I'd ever I'd than faced. The,
0: the three to five year one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. were you responding then? Like, was it well, or? it was just
1: because, like I said, as I said before, it's just like grief. You know, yeah.
0: I, so different to before, there was like that grief aspect where you didn't have that before. Oh,
1: before it was like PTSD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like it was... So now this is more grief. And now, this like is, the,
1: yeah. Well, the stress levels have changed. Okay, yeah. So I wasn't dealing with a million things mm. all at once now. It was sort of dealing with one big thing. Oh,
0: God, yeah.
1: And then trying to navigate through that.
0: How did you like was there anything you did that like <laughs> yep. to deal with the grief? Like just yeah, just through day
1: by day? Um well if we had ask. some other family health issues at that time too yeah. with my daughter, which yeah. wasn't uh, wasn't a pleasant situation. Mm. I think I pretty much hit rock bottom about that time and, okay. and pretty much just lost everything. Just about lost my whole way. Mm. I I as I was, I, yeah, I I really did lose my way over that time. I remember I hit rock bottom one night and I just had enough. I found myself withdrawing from everything, Mm. friends and particularly family as well. Yeah, I I just didn't have the spark that I used to, I wasn't getting involved. So I'd sort of become, it, it was a challenge to get that spark back and mm. and actually have that connection with the family, which was a bit of a difficult time for all of us. You know, it got to the point where I would just mope around the house and be um, trying to sleep or trying to. Mm. I don't know. I just I just couldn't put my finger on it, but you know, it, it caused a quite a division yeah. uh, between my family life. How would you say that? Um, mm. Sorry. Let me nice. try it's, just, it's been a while since I thought about this. No, so I'm like trying to remember can... how it used to...
0: Yeah, it's so hard to look back. Mm. As you were just talking there, it just made me uh, recall... Uh, and I don't think I've shared it with you but that I, I, I was very disconnected from mm. my family life. I mean, my mm. husband and I don't have children, but very mm. disconnected. And we were actually just talking this morning because mm. I was asking him about those early days. And he said, you were just blank. Mm. He goes, you would I would see you sitting there in the morning before you're going off to work. And you were just staring blankly at the screen, whether it be your computer screen because mm. you were busy doing work already mm. or just at a show on TV. But there was just no... Connection. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like... Yeah, that's pretty
1: much exactly what it was. Mm. Mm. And that went into um, procrastination as well. Yeah. With, you know, what I had to do at work, um, Mm. what I had to do at home. You know, maintaining the house and, and doing some of the hobbies that I had to, that I was involved in heavily before all that sort of stuff happened. Yeah. Which all went to the wayside quite significantly. Yeah. and it took a long time to get well, it wasn't until we started this other program actually well even till now i I think I've yeah. only just recently fully recovered again now, so mm. those hobbies have come back along but I just had i lost all my drive lost the drive lost the drive lost the yeah. yeah the spark lost the spark there for yeah. a bit well, um when it was when it turned up to work, it sort of mm. Yeah. The, the drive wasn't there. So procrastination was setting in massively Mm. used to deal with challenges and problems and issues Mm. and just deal with them and move on that turn from, it's a problem. Push it aside. Then the problem becomes bigger. And then it's, that's where the procrastination comes in. But yeah, the decision making started to get really poor. Couldn't make decisions. And yeah, it's just a general sense of really low mood was mm. where it where it wound up, mm. and it was kind of a difficult thing to navigate through. And
0: yeah, I was just I was wondering for you, Glenn, that noticing all these things happening to you, like I'm procrastinating, I'm disconnected, mm. I'm feeling down, depressed, mm. I, I'm not making decisions where I need to be. Mm. I was just wondering. I know how I felt about those things because, yes, certainly all those things were happening to me as well mm. uh, in my work and home life, and I know how I felt about those. But how did mm. you, like, knowing that you weren't yourself, you weren't, you know, this was all happening to you, I was just wondering how you were th- thinking about all of this or feeling about all this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest, I was probably pushing it aside and uh, not really thinking, mm. you know, that was part of it. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, I was just not connected
0: so you didn't even that, know that
1: I'm going through all this? Well, I kind of knew it. Yeah. But, you know, sort of it, it was happening and then it just become comfortable and then oh. all of a sudden, you know, that's, that's the trend that you you get comfortable with something and then you stick in that. And, and yeah, look back now, there was a lot of disconnection there within mm. sort of the family unit where I would, you know, I'd just go and sleep on the couch downstairs. and Yeah, yeah it was not getting involved with... You know the children as much yeah. as i should have um mm. as i said hobbies got yeah got dropped you know stuff that i used to well,
2: yeah
1: in well to a certain point <laughs> <laughs> mowing the yard and doing the garden yeah. and stuff like that i mean like not thoroughly enjoyable but it was something that kept kept me going and and yeah. i yeah it was it was one of the things that you know, it's just a day-to-day chore, and what I found is I lost all that, lost all that drive, all that mm. motivation, and then became stagnant. And and once that happened, I sort of started to get lazy. Yeah. And that laziness was sort of, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be doing hardly anything around the house. Mm. Um, just couldn't couldn't deal with it. A lot of it was, oh, I just can't deal with this at the moment. Yeah. I just can't deal with it. Um, yeah. so that. That happened not just at family, that happened at work.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask that. Yeah, so work was as well just, yeah. I think you mentioned before, like a problem, which, which it would in yeah, your yeah. job and, and your business and you just push it aside. It's just, it's too mm. big, I can't deal with it. Yeah. That was where you were at. Pretty much, This was yeah. your, yeah. Mm. Yeah, which everything that you described, like burnout, burnout, burnout. Like yeah, yeah. In terms of the textbook burnout, but yeah. this is your burnout experience and mm. the effect it was having. Not just at work, but at home, and and, mm. and obviously on you and your health. And mm. but you mentioned that word comfortable there, like you got comfortable. And I was just curious about that. What you mean by that? You got comfortable in that? I was just like, oh. well, it
1: became routine. I think mm. is what happened. You know,
0: mm. to not without
1: be... having yeah, without having the drive sort of sitting behind mm. in the back of your head. It it was, I don't know. You lose that drive, and then mm. all of a sudden you you become lazy. Mm. And, and that habit sort of stayed with me for quite a while, you know, mm. I kind of went into hibernation mode.
0: Hibernation. Yeah oh, it that's was a lovely kind of descriptive yeah. word of, because like I think of it, obviously not when I was going through it, because when I asked you mm. about how you felt about experiencing all those things, I had an awareness, I was going through this and, mm. and then I had this real critical self just going, well, you're a psychologist. You should know yeah, how to yeah, get yeah. through this. Why yeah. are you sick? You should be fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was just making it worse, obviously. Yeah. But what that you just said about hibernation, because <laughs> it's like when we're burning out and when everything's too much and mm. we, we're just, you know, find ourselves there, we'll rest. Mm. You know, that laziness you talk about, mm. or, you know, that, well, and I, I think hibernation is a better word mm. because you would just, that it was just, it was literally too much. Your body and mind was Mm. giving out and it was like, I just need to hibernate. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So you were going in hibernation. Yeah. Obviously not what you wanted to be doing or needed to be doing, to um, connect with your family, connect with your work and Mm. all that stuff that makes your life work and is Mm. meaningful and important Mm. to you. Yeah, Mm.
1: Yeah, but I've even been recently, because obviously Lisa's illness has been a bit more of a, Mm. a challenge, so snapping out of that and being more, well I've had to be home more mm. to deal with it um, I've actually found that that's, it's been a double edged sword it's been horrible but it's been um, the upside is I've been yeah. connected more with mm. with our family and our household than I had been for quite some years So, oh, um, awesome. which is sort of a you've got to take good with the bad and mm. that's sort of a result of a good well, In the bad, it's yeah. that yeah. Yeah, the, the goods come there. And I don't know, I, I slowly, mm-hmm. once I slowly got back into things, you know, I, I was just slipping away and I... Yeah. Look, I didn't even recognise... Well, I didn't even... I didn't even see it as being a problem. I just...
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: was just normal. It just turned into normal. Okay, yeah. So, you know, look at back now, it's like, well, that was... Um, that kind of wasn't normal no, no. <laughs> but, but at
0: the time that's what was yeah it was happening to you mm. you were just like okay this is it's happening to me and this is just normal was it's, mm. it's happening so this is just my normal now yeah because
1: uh, it's a slip it's a slow yeah slide like, down
0: mm. until
1: you finally sort of hit that level and <laughs> yeah. you've got to build back up and well,
0: that's what i think is really dangerous about burnout Is mm. it's not something that just happens like no. that it's it's yep. slow, so you don't catch it, and you think mm. it's just normal. Mm. If, yeah. yeah,
1: until you sort of hit that bottom point where we really sort of bottoms, yeah. 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 But I mean, that yeah. period lasted for yeah, yeah know, quite a while.
0: Yeah, when you I, look back now, I would say now.
1: probably oh, yeah, a good eighteen months.
0: Yeah,
1: I was self-aware, but um, wasn't probably prioritising
0: mm. what
1: needed to be priori- prioritised.
0: I got you. So yeah, you are what, noticing what it, it. Is. but maybe there wasn't that prioritizing yourself yeah everything else above yourself yeah and so that's why it didn't kind of hit yeah home enough to do something about yeah. it yeah
1: I think it's because I had that many things going enough. that are un, un, unclosed off yeah. uh, you know and you've got a million things not closed off like all that and, and you don't put a strategy in place to start ticking well this is business and home and home yeah it's so. your home life as well you mm. know if you've got all these unopened, um, boxes that aren't ticked mm. then you know that just is a, a cycle of uh, and I think that that really that really drove the um, procrastination side and mm. the inability to make decisions and close things out the way it should have been so yeah. um, there was this
0: continual pressure that I have to get these things well I had a, con-
1: and had a massive amount of mm. you know and it's not just work stuff you know it was stuff oh. at home it was Other things as well, and it's like just becomes a whirlwind, and it's just everything got too hard, yeah. Essentially, Um,
0: is there anything else, Glenn? Like, in terms of you know, you talk about the procrastination, all those cognitive difficulties, the decision making, mm -hmm. the focus, the problem solving. Uh, feeling down, definitely, mm. um, not able to, in- no spark, no, I mm. often, like I had no passion, the passion that yeah. I had before yeah exa- didn't exactly exist. That's... But was there other stuff, like anything else that you can remember sitting here now, you know, months, years later, that, that you can remember experiencing in that period?
1: All I can think of back in those days is just, mm. it was just the pure disconnection yeah. and the pure sense of just, this is too much it's just too much like everything that we were doing like everything i was doing at that time ended up being reactionary so Uh so that's what yep that's what was the root cause of most of the issues so (laughs) if you're always reacting to situations Because we didn't have the mental capacity to get ahead of them,
2: mm.
1: see the problem before it comes up, which is a very big important is a very important mm. thing to be able to do is, and I used to do that quite well. Mm. Um, you know, visualise where four or five steps ahead. Okay, well this sequence of events could potentially happen. How, yeah. do we, how do we safeguard and what happens a B and C mm. lost that completely yeah. everything every decision became reactionary mm. and making decisions on the back foot is just not a good place to be in. Yeah. So yeah I, I think that was a that was a very big that was a hard one to come back from mm. because that mindset got to that you know lost that spark. Lost the drive, lost the proactive planning that used to go into a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And then, as a result, everything becomes a battle because you're reacting. Yeah. Because um, no, yeah. reacting is never good. You come frustrated, and then you come grumpy and angry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: And the problems. Pop up and then you go shit because you haven't dealt with five others. Get another brand new one pop up and then you, uh, yeah, I got another problem to deal with.
2: Yeah.
1: So, but I think I think I don't think I I didn't take enough time off. Mm. I didn't take enough time out to rest. Yeah. And when we did, we you know we would go away for a week or so, and I would be a. A horrible, mm. a horrible person for the first three days because it's like a detox. Yeah, detox from work is like the first mm. three days is, mm. yeah, still trying to get over that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, when you talked about your work history and you and what we were talking about before that burnout's like this sort of insidious, slow kind of build. Mm. When you were sharing your work history. And I was just like, oh my God, the the build over time, I just, I really didn't see or hear rest in those periods. No, no. And so I'm like, your body would, yeah, is going to eventually, and mind is eventually going to give out at some point. Yep. Um, Everyone has a different, obviously, Mm. level of Mm. what they can take, but Mm. eventually every human body is going to Mm. present something, whether Mm. it's burnout, heart attack, whatever. Yeah because it's not meant to be under that kind of strain. So rest. Yeah, it, I, I
1: think rest, looking back now, more rest was needed, more time. But you know, when you're in a cycle of, um, yeah, when you're in that, that cycle of really, let's go, 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 go. It's very- And you're very a drive
0: person. You know, you, yeah, you thrive yeah. on drive, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, but
1: I wasn't able to take my, yeah. I wasn't able to separate the two. Yes. And I think that was the biggest downfall. And then, Facebook, tar- <laughs> bloody Facebook, <laughs> wow. Facebook targeted ads. Something popped up.
0: Oh shit! Yeah.
1: Something popped up on an ad, and I responded to it. And okay. it was um, probably one of the biggest changes in my life, actually. To be to be pretty fair. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too much of the detail, but but yeah, it was basically is a guy that works with with business owners, mm-hmm. specifically business owners. Mm. It's one-on-one it's counseling it's it's a whole bunch of stuff yeah and it was an all it was an all-round like an all-round program and there's different levels to it yeah i, I can't go too much into yeah how he you? how he does it because yeah. it's to be fair to him yeah. uh, that's his intellectual property but i can say that without that i don't know where i would have ended up Yeah. because it was a about a year that we went through this program with him and oh,
0: wow, that's long, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was,
1: well, obviously, we would have sessions.
0: One-on-one, you mentioned, it's one of.
1: one There would be one-on-one sessions and then there would be group sessions yep. as well. And basically, this guy, it was about business, but it was all about how you're doing, like how, yeah. how you're managing. It all keyed through the businesses because mm-hmm. his, his main, the main driver behind it is to, you know, Body, mind, and business is, okay, you know, yeah. get them all working together.
0: Yeah, this is really so, awesome, Glenn. Like, yeah. I was just saying, because it's targeting business people, mm. so obviously he knows that well, mm. but it's targeting your well-being within that and mm. getting that all aligned. Mm. And at that point, and, and, when you are a rock bottom, you yeah. needed, you needed yeah. that more than ever. And
1: that was his big thing, is, is the alignment. Yeah, look, did a lot of things that I never thought that I would actually <laughs> do, like...
0: But you, did, um, you, you took it, Facebook threw that up at you and you, yeah, I was, was there any kind of hesitation or did you just jump at it? Like what was it? No, I pretty
1: much just went, yeah. I um, went did a bit of a phone interview and okay, it yeah. gave me a bit more of a rundown of what it actually was cool. about. Yeah. I sort of went for the first, the first sort of program went for three months where it was, you know, you'd have to do some, yeah, there was a lot of meditation involved, a lot of manifesting Mm-hmm. A lot of discussions around thoughts and feelings and processes and cool. stuff like that. Yeah. Something that yeah. I've never really never really gone into previously. Yeah. Well, this particular individual was yeah. very good at what he was oh, delivering. And he would hold you accountable. Ooh. So accountability was a big thing. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously it all comes down to how much work you're going to put into it. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's going to get the results. True. I'll hold you accountable. But it's up to you, ultimately, to get to whatever your goal is or however it is. Yeah. It was run very well. So Um, glad you found it. And I got a lot of, and I'm still getting benefit out of it today. Yeah.
0: So what what did you? Is would you be able to share some of those things that you've gotten out of it that's really helped in? Well, facing that time, the grief time, but I Mm. suppose with just life in general. Oh
1: look, a lot of it was trying to get my, just get back on track. Felt like I just lost my way. Yeah. And a lot of that was, yeah, I lost my mojo. Mm. God, that must
0: have been Well, it's a bit hard. Because you were someone so driven, you know, like mm. up until that, you're like driven, you just yep. like got in there, got it done. Yep. And, and at that point you were just mm. like, I've oh, got Yeah, I, got I, I
1: was, com- yeah. by the time I hit that point, I was completely broken. Oh, I, I was done. I needed some, I knew I needed help for years. Yeah. but nothing well, to be fair i never really put enough effort into it mm. so i mean this thing popped up and it aligned with everything yeah. like it's it spoke to me and mm. everything in the description on the ad sort of it it everything in, it spoke to me yeah so it's just right yeah, yeah. so yeah. i made that decision and look mm. i still look at it as yeah best decision i ever made yeah um, also, just, just i'm just, just glad you made it yeah <laughs> i've well, heard
0: things about it just yeah really, um, particularly meditation but um, yeah and look it was
1: m- a whole you know, it was a holistic approach you know yeah you know you get up and you need to do exercise like so you
0: okay.
1: start to do exercise and then
0: yeah, you started running did, didn't you yeah yeah running
1: <laughs> yeah which i need to probably start doing again but oh, anyway hey, really? yeah look it was more trying to Look, he really did dive deep into the yeah. de- depths of things, okay, and like so trying to mm. trying to get yourself back to center was mm. a big thing. And I never knew what the hell center meant yeah. <laughs> until I came to this dude. It's the center. It's, what are you talking about, mate? Like this is a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. <laughs> like, no, seriously. I'm, yeah. I said, look, I'm, I'm going down this. Yeah. I'm, I'm committed to it. But this, you know, this is a little bit. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, fair.
1: But I'm glad I did because yeah. holy moly, um, I learnt stuff there that um, I would have never have learnt in a different setting. Yeah. And a lot of it there was, a, <laughs> it was quite funny. Part of it was manifesting your, your you know, meditating and manifesting your um, your visions and your goals yeah. and stuff like that. And the spooky thing is, once I started to do that,
0: yeah, stuff
1: started to happen.
0: And hey, it's working for you and it was mm. getting your mojo back. And, mm. and it sounds like there was a lot of um I always sometimes think of it like deep surgery. Mm. Like I know my most recent experience seeing a, a psychologist that mm. I've never done that work before where mm. I, I went in, did the deep surgery and the mm. shit that I didn't even know was there there. Yeah. And and worked on that. And it and that and all the other stuff. But mm. yeah, it's yeah, you you mm. had to oh well, not had to you that was well, part I did of yours it. as well. Yeah,
1: yeah not we went. Yeah we went, went there we went there <laughs> and went a little oh, bit further
0: huge. yeah um that takes a lot of i mean i don't know if you it this way, but i think that takes a lot of guts to go to those places too and to do that work look, and
1: the best thing about it he put through small groups of guys oh, together okay so you know everybody's communicating mm-hmm. you know you've got a session weekly via skype and
0: Oh, okay, so it was a weekly, yeah,
1: weekly touch base thing. Yeah, oh, there's several things going on depending on what yep. you what you're looking at, but it's setting up your week and mm-hmm. how you're progressing with all you know all your goals that you've set and yep. reflecting on back where you, you mm. know, where you were, how do you think you're tracking in your overall, not just your business stuff, like the your overall Body, yep. everything, everything. combined, how do you think you're tracking? But there was his groups as well, yeah. Yeah, with,
0: yeah. with other um, business, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mainly focused with men. Was that
1: the only men? Just, yeah, only men, only business owners. I don't know why that call is, but I mean, it's a, he was, hmm. but that's his specialty. Yeah. So obviously yeah. you specialize in something yeah. that he's getting results and he's getting excellent results because some of the guys that the stories that were yeah. coming out were, you know, very similar to to mine, and everybody responded really well to it.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. What was it like for you to be part of a group, like in that particular group, like for your for your well being, you know, for the work that you were doing on yourself, to have a group?
1: Oh, it definitely helped. Yeah. You know, the the guy that was leading it was, you know, he's a very, he's almost. I used to call him my bearded guru. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, he, yeah, yeah well, he, he basically was.
0: Yeah. He had the skills. He had the knowledge. He yeah. Had, yeah, and he was. And you fully trusted it, like, because he
1: was fully, yeah. You know, know, as as much as his methods were unorthodox at the start to me, uh, like, the results were proven. Yeah. Um, That's the most important. I think the biggest thing for me was the meditation. Got seriously into that. It's dropped off again since, but I think that that's because I've managed to to manage my overall mental health a lot differently and look at things differently. I found it's relaxed me. Mm.
0: Um, so you find you don't need to do that as regularly as you did before because it's sort of part of who you are mm. now, how you manage.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and all, yeah. all the skills that I learnt through yeah. there, I'm, I'm still actively put into well, play well. now. I would have probably preferred to keep going, but I'm good with it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a good place now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, 100%. I can probably lots of other things I could yeah. improve. But,
0: but where you I'm are, good. yeah. Tell me, like, so with um, so that whole year devoted to working on on yourself and mm. working on that alignment, coming back to center. What did life look like, or how did you change? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, mentally, emotionally, feeling a lot more stable. But like, just yeah, how life looked differently for you, work wise, life wise.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, so we went from went from mm. thirteen staff eighteen months ago to thirty. Yeah. Somewhere around thirty-five, I think we've got now. Part of that was um, my manifesting of, okay. <laughs> of started to happen, and a dude came into my life, and <laughs> yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's actually now him and I are now business partners. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a, you know he's a young, highly intelligent, oh. very very high achiever. Yeah, Is driven. Oh, yeah. yeah, look yeah. I've, I've actually never met anybody like him.
0: Like so even more so than you back in No, no, he run, he's oh.
1: he's he work he operates on a much higher level than me.
0: Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: he's a he's um yeah, he he's a good dude. Yeah, I've
0: heard very positive things about yeah, him. And yeah,
1: and look I So I, he came in. Yeah. yeah. well he was one of the things I manifested. <laughs> and it was funny as hell because we wow. I I wanted to get cuz Going through all this business stuff on this yeah. the course, you know, my my main goal was to put in an operations manager, okay. to try and relieve the day to day runnings of the business to them, Yeah. and I would just sit on on the high level to basically map the path forward.
0: And that's more your your that's where I wanted to get. That, yeah,
1: well, that's where I'm at now.
0: And knowing that that would be really great for your well being and the well being of the business as well. And oh look, everything. Yeah, yeah, it goes
1: through all elements of the yeah. business. Yeah. But yeah, I sort of. I think I over manifested with Tyrone.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, actually, you probably did. Um, <laughs> but maybe, maybe something out there knew you needed more than what you manifested. Well, that's what <laughs> I—that's yeah.
1: like him and I talked to it. Yeah. We talk about it quite a bit. And oh, I said, cool. Um, yeah, I still don't know how you ended up sitting in here. I still yeah, don't know why you, you took this job. there. <laughs> because he was, you know, he was national operations manager for you know, a big multi. Okay. Multi, hundreds of million dollar companies. But,
0: <laughs> but he came into your life and this was a big shift. Well, this was part of the shift mm. already, but mm. that came to you. You took that. Yeah. Hey, okay, Glenn. So, yeah, where's the business at now? Like, yeah, in terms of how things are going.
1: Okay. <laughs> things are going really well with all the, all the changes that we've put into place over the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier on, Tyrone and I both set some pretty ambitious goals to to hit and that's across the whole the business as a whole like Mm. staffing training safety delegation (laughs) empowering our staff keeping our staff well on the straight and narrow they're well aware of their expectations our expectations of Mm. them but we finally got a team that's working cohesively and it's incredible it's good to see that everybody's firing all the different departments so we've got five or six different departments now yeah they're all actively working to one strategic goal, the business is kicking some serious financial goals now. Yeah, um, all of our previous customers, all they've come out of the COVID coma. Yeah, and now we've got a really good roll on. But mm. now we've actually built a team and and built mm. uh, a structure that is now taking elevating us mm. to the to the next level. Yeah. Um, so the
0: business is thriving. S- yeah. Still
1: got a lot of growth mm. to go. I, I still think we've got we'll, in the next three to five years, we'll double where we are now. Mm. So the goal is to get to a, a certain number, which just seems really <laughs> quite large. Um, but you know, we're halfway there now. Yeah. And it's only been 18 months.
0: And you've never not pushed the envelope anyway in terms of where you, no. um, but it, it also sounds like, so the the, the business health is is is, Mm. Yeah, really thriving, but that body and mind, like yours, within yeah. that, like, mm. taking that framework from mm. the, the coaching, that all that yep. help you got. Where's that at for you, like with within alignment with the business? Yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's in a good place. Look, mm. I, I I like to talk on it as I had an identity crisis. Mm. So earlier on, we were just doing what we we could, doing yeah. what we knew how to do. Now we've I've had to transition personally into a more professional individual, um, yeah. which has taken a lot of coaching. A lot of that was initially driven by the the coursework that I did. Yeah. A lot of it is also driven by um, my business partner. Mm-hmm. So the the identity crisis, as we sort of put it, is a hard mindset to crack yeah. um, because you're physically having to change what you've done for... Mm. Numerous years. Yeah. And if you need, if you're going to aim for a, a, a higher level of operational in your business, you need to upskill yourself. It won't just all, mm. it, it all needs to come together. So you need to put the work in to do that as yeah. well. Like So for me, the, the skills around leadership uh, and courses around leadership would be a, a big thing that I would invest I'm going to be investing Mm. further time into because that I've found that Will has already equipped me with the skills needed Mm. to manage a business the size that we're growing to. Mm. And without that, and doubling back to the coursework we did, without the recognisation of that being deficient in my personality, Mm. I would have not had the insight to... Start even looking at leadership training. Yeah, but to 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 circle back and recap over everything, yeah. uh, I think that you need to prioritise yourself as number one, mm-hmm. and you need to go out and find the help that's going to suit you. I mean, I I've tried a few different things; many were unsuccessful. I was lucky that I was able to to find the one that worked for me and yeah. commit to that. The meditation and and the centering and all the stuff that came through that coursework has helped me beyond mm. what I, I would have, initially, what I thought could be possible. Correct. And even coming out of, one, once I broke away from that coursework that we're doing, mm. I, look, that pointed me in a direction that I would, I was interested now and... You don't need to go out and sign up to an official course like I did. Mm. It worked for me, 100%. But there's so many things out there on YouTube yeah. these days, guided meditations, and, mm. and even going and talking to people like yourself. A range of options out there these days.
0: I um, like what you said, Glenn, like find, keep looking. Mm. And like you tried a few things before this course mm. and... and find what's right for you you don't know until you dabble right mm. and what's going to be right for you is not going to be right for exactly. someone else but yeah just keep trying keep finding this and there's a lot of free stuff out there and yeah. you, youtube um, is
1: a beautiful thing
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's what I love about this day and age you know compared mm. to in our upbringing there's just at your fingertips you can mm. google and mm. find a youtube channel or a podcast mm. or something that or something comes up in your Facebook feed, like you yeah, had that. yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, but hey, I felt like I interrupted. Is there anything else that you know you wanted to share that you know helped you, or you know, or any advice um, before we finish
1: oh, up? Look, I think the biggest part of a piece of advice I could offer is just recognize that, yeah, look, something's not right, mm-hmm. and then do something about it. How you do that? There's a million different ways, yeah. but yeah. make sure you do because. Once you do find that right mm. solution to whatever you're going through, mm. it will literally change the way you look at things. Yeah. And I'm looking at things a lot differently now than I was five years ago. Yeah. And you could probably even ask my wife too. She would She would agree with me, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah, actually I know we didn't talk about it, but mm. you know, there's such a shift and change in your business life with mm. how you do things. But I imagine that's transferred into your you know, your mm-hmm. life away from work
1: too. And yep, sleeping well. Yeah. Um, resting, not taking on too much. I think that's... Yes. Knowing your own limits mm. um, and don't take on anything that's... Well, don't take on too much <laughs> is probably the biggest thing I could I could yeah. probably stress. Because once you start taking more, 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 all your body and all your mind will want to do is keep taking more.
0: Yeah, it's like a drug. Yep. Is he? Yeah. Is um, yeah. Yeah.
1: he a drug? Oh, it is. 100%. Mm-hmm. So... Especially just,
0: for driven people too, I reckon, Yeah, as well. driven yeah, people are the yeah. worst
1: for it. Because <laughs> they will micromanage and try and mm. micromanage every part of that situation. Tyrone, um, <laughs> he's got a funny analogy. He says, I I like to plant seeds in people. So he's, he's really good at oh. co- communication mm. and conversations. Mm. And he will... You won't even know that it's happening. He Mm. says, I will drop a seed into somebody's mind and he'll circle back in Uh. three months. But he said, I don't care what grows from that seed. It could be an apple. It could be an orange. It could be whatever. Mm. As long as I've planted that seed and something starts to grow from it, that's what...
0: Lovely that's
1: what gets his you know that's
0: isn't it like it's the people in your life too i'm just hearing your your um health growth you know Mm. that coincide with your business growth it has come from connecting with people who've been able to help you with that obviously Mm. you've done the work and Mm. and and, you know you're responsible for that change Mm. but that these people this the guy with the course and tyron and and i'm sure there's others too that have facilitated this and Mm. Like, it takes an army, right? Or it, takes, it does not necessarily take an army, but it takes people to well, I mean, in our life too to help yeah. us grow.
1: And look, you've got to be open to the, the mm, whole thing. That's true. probably the biggest open. thing. Open, yeah. You've got to be open to it. And then you've got to have actually put yourself in a position to get exposed to these different people yes, as well. So true. And you need to push yourself to, to get yourself into situations where they're good for you not cool. everybody else that's trying to drain you
0: <laughs> and sometimes it's about getting rid of those people
1: as well right? 100% i've cut a lot of yeah, like, i've cut have. a lot of mm. people from especially client wise in our business mm-hmm. i've cut probably 80% of our old customers wow. purely because i had a good relationship with them i thought they were good good guys and they were good guys hmm. but at the end of the day i was the nice guy Ah. And I was the one taking on, as I said, taking on more, 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 more when it's at the detriment to the business. It's mm. putting more, more, more stress on other elements of the business. Yep. And that's where the leadership comes in. You need to Got say one. no. Mm. You don't have to be rude about it. But no oh. is a no is an incredibly hard word for some people. And mm. it is for me.
0: And but that's one you've, you're you learning and have learned yep. putting in place. But, Such a big one. I mean, that's mm. the, the key word of boundary setting. Yep. You know, is being, but a lot of mm. people... That I've talked to on this podcast, but just talked to in general, including myself, I had a very difficult time saying mm. no. But mm-hmm. being able to do that mm. and keep doing that mm. has been a godsend in yeah. terms of well-being. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Glenn, I just want to a, a big, 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 huge thank you for mm. coming on and sharing everything that you have today with, with us all. There's, there's so much wisdom there in Mm. your story and your experience that i'm sure a lot of listeners are going to get a lot out of so Mm. thank you very much
1: well hopefully some people might take something away from it so
0: i'm sure they will it's
1: been a pleasure yeah thank you all right thank you
0: thank you glenn thank you for listening to this episode of burnout a different kind of gap year podcast if you found this episode helpful please like or comment to let me know also, share so others can benefit too. To keep up to date when new episodes are released, follow us on your favourite podcast provider or subscribe at www.adifferentkindofgapyear.com. If you'd like to share your burnout to recover experience or you are an expert working in the field of burnout and would like to share your work on the podcast, please email me at a different at outlook.com the views opinions tips and the like expressed in this podcast by myself or my guests are not a replacement for personalized therapy just like I've done for myself I encourage those of you who are suffering to seek professional help